When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me bang I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Jesus. Let you bang. 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 For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Good. What's up, people? Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. We're coming in on Friday. I know it was supposed to come earlier, but uh, I was away. I was working on a cruise for seven days, and it was like it was wasn't one of the, it was one of the funs where I. I flew to the island, was there for an hour, and then met the boat or the ship. And then I'm then it's three days at sea. So no islands. Just three days, nothing but rocky. Then we ported for like oh. then, then we were there for an hour in New Orleans, then went back out three more days at sea. Uh so I didn't get to it was just yeah, it was one of those um the shows were great and I got a lot of free time done. Uh so that was awesome. But Man, they put me in this room that was like as big as a closet and they had like one extension cord, which is all the way at the end. So I couldn't even charge my phone or anything unless I was at the like the foot of the bed. And yeah. <laughs> and then the TV was right above my head. So I had to like be like this while charging it while. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then I'm fun. like, you know those ships are so fun. Oh, God. Oh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some, uh, you know, I never, ever get some sun. I never get sun. I never lay out. This is this is what we have to talk about. This is what the world's been waiting to hear about. What the fuck happened okay. with that sunburn? I'm like, I'm going to go on the top deck and get some sun, right? Because I never do that, Don. I'm like, I never actually enjoy my life. So I lay down. So I, get the, I go out and buy the spray, you know, and I spray everywhere. And then I lay down and I, I fall asleep for like, I don't know, a half an hour, 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> and, and then I wake up and I'm like, man, I, I'm not really feeling that well. This is, I'm kind of lightheaded. And oh, shit. I'm like, this, heat stroke. this is, so something's off, right? So then I look in the mirror and this is what happens, people. Okay. This is what happens when you are a dumb, a dummy like me and you don't actually, <laughs> right here. Hold on. Uh, that's, Don, can you see the picture? Yeah. He's driving. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Dude. You, you look like, God, you look like you have, uh, what's that skin disease that they, oh. not alopecia, the Radiation. other one. Radiation. <laughs> poisoning. Dude, yeah, it was hard enough, it's hard enough to sleep on like a single bed. Like, not even, like, I'm, now I gotta sleep on that bed with that. So I can't, every time I roll over, I'm like, ah, 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 you know? And, 
I'm on stage trying to make people laugh. And it was just, oh, God, did that hurt? How did you, did you just spray it in spots and never rub it in? I, I rubbed it as much as I thought. I didn't think I needed to rub it in that much. But I, yeah, I sprayed, it in, oh my I sprayed God. it in spots. And, and didn't yeah. rub it in at all. Oh, uh, yeah, probably not. Dummy. I, yeah. the good the good news is your face is still white as snow. So <laughs> you spared your you got no benefit. Dude, I just it hurt. You just sprayed it in like, spots and like it was like, got it. I was like, I'm gonna make my wife so jealous. I'm gonna I'm gonna come home with a tan. I'm gonna look ripped. <laughs> like, dude, it people were it was people were laughing at me. I went down to the, like the to the hot to the nurse to get stuff. They just pointed. They didn't speak English. It pointed and laughed. And it was. It was. Did you see my tan, McCorkle? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, dude. All right. I'm gonna show it again. I went on a cruise, and I'm like, I worked on a cruise, and I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna lay out for a couple for like an hour. I'll get a little sun. I never get sun. Blah blah blah. I, dude. I I was in such pain, Sean. I I am such a, a moron when it comes to almost everything, but this was the worst. This was, uh, oh God. So here we go. Let me see. Um, all right, here we go. And now we share, right? So here we zoom, uh, share screen. Yeah, Sean, look, look at the, look at this beautiful tan I got. Holy <laughs> shit. What? what, did you indiscriminately rub small parts of your body with, Fanning lotion or what? Like he just <laughs> left out your chest and shoulders? Yeah, Dude. it looks like you fell head first into poison oak. Yeah. Somebody really. was like into poison ivy. Somebody asked me if like 10 guys ran up to me and jerked off on me while I was laying down. Because <laughs> it, it looked You're like, yes, but that had nothing to do with the sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Bruce Buffer didn't get a, a cameo in this one. A shout yeah. out. Uh so yeah, dude, that was it was brutal. So I was on the cruise, uh, but the shows were psoriasis. Good. It looks like you had psoriasis. Jesus, that took. So dude, I'm on the cruise, and there's like these young, like 18 year old kids that are laughing at everything. They're just going crazy. You know, like when you're young and you go to a comedy club, and like a lot of times they're 21 and over. You know, so I'm making fun. I'm I'm calling them Team Fortnite and the, the No Pussy Posse and just 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 killing them. You know, like who gets who's who's fucked the most girls? The kid raised. Oh, so you banged one? You know. Just, and they're 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 having a blast, right? So I'm making fun of this this one kid, and uh, he was like, "Oh, I, I do the joke about I, I go the, the joke I did was uh, yeah, I was um, every Father's Day I have to call twelve dudes because I was conceived during a bukkake, right? So then the, the kid the kid yells out gangbang, right? The eighteen year old. I'm like, so I'm like gang, I'm, so I'm like, where are your parents? So your parents have failed. And then he goes, that's not even my real dad. I go, yeah, but he's fucking your real mom. <laughs> oh! <laughs> the place, the place went ballistic. But then, then he, then he hit me up, and he, he they asked me like, "Hey, uh, we're having a birthday party at our house in New Orleans. Can you come?" I'm like, "I'm not coming. No, thank you, but uh, I'm not here for work." And I'm not I heard that uh, as soon as you announced you did that show, your phone started blowing up, and Chris D'Elia was wanting to know what comedy club lets people like lets teenagers in. That's what I heard. <laughs> Dude, you're not, you're not, huh? He's like, hook uh, me up. Dude, and then I go up to, I go up to like the the uh, buffet, right? And people are like, dude, if you ever want to make money, open up a tattoo removal place on a cruise ship. Because I've, I've never seen worse tattoos in my life. I, like, just, 
just the worst, right? And and everyone's always people are mad. So we're online to get uh, to get food at the buffet, and it opens at six o'clock, right? So now at like five fifty-five, people are like, "How come it's not open? The food's there." You know, people are like mad. They all want the food, right? So I'm instigating, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, they can't stop all of us. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. <laughs> this is how I know you don't really like this gig. You're like, you're taking so many chances with it. You're like, if I lose it, I lose it. <laughs> I'm like, come on. I'm like, we paid a lot of money for this group. Let's fucking run. <laughs> oh, God. Bum rushing the buffet. You're encouraging them to bum rush the buffet. Dude, so you're going to hear a crazy story. So my daughter, my, my wife always has a bad back, right? So always popping her back, always popping her back, right? And my, my and Violet, you know, my, my daughter, you know, helps out. She's like, where are the, you know, where are the back crackers? And she's always helping out, you know, you know, she likes to jump on the back too. So the mother, my mother-in-law is in town staying with us. So my kid is playing with the Barbies and she holds up Ken and she holds up Barbie and she goes, this is mommy, this is daddy. And she lays Barbie flat and goes, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, well, she's not wrong. <laughs> anyway, Greg, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I, uh, I'm staying at the Oyo. I'm doing the Oyo Casino in Vegas. The glorious Oyo. And I got to tell you, listen, it's not bad. I actually kind of like it, but. Here's because they have one dollar blackjack, so you can play all day for like six dollars. Fantastic. So, but the 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 AC unit in my room oh. sounds like a jalopy. Like it's like it, it like cranks up. I'm like, what the fuck is? And then it just rattles. But you can't not have the AC on. It's fucking Vegas. So uh, that's been fun. Very restful sleep. <laughs> I watched some of your shows, though. You've been crushing. Thank you, brother. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I Sean, actually, uh, yeah, I've been having fun. John, what's going on with you? Heading to the airport. I hope. <laughs> While I'm heading there, I hope I make it. You know, now, you aren't you supposed to be in New Jersey this week? Like, like today? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm going to the airport today. What's up, people? Support for MMA Roasted is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, which are very important, especially to our people watching. Well, to everybody, really. But Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 8 million people worldwide, okay, who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you which is 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MMA roasted at manscaped.com. My math is correct. That's about 16 million balls. That's a lot of balls, people. Lots and lots of balls. Okay. Listen, I've been using the performance package 4.0. It's a game changer. Okay. I remember before I used to use scissors or I would use a razor. I've cut my balls and that is not fun. Okay. I've scraped them. I, people thought I had STDs. I just had all kinds of just, just terrible things. All right. Just horrible stuff on my nuts. Okay. And uh, thanks to Manscaped, it's all taken care of. Okay. First of all, first off, the lawnmower 4.0, the trimmer is the future of grooming. 
and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. I tried lots of ball trimmers, okay? I, I plucked them out. I, I Hasn't been good, okay? But um, this trimmer is waterproof, and you can say goodbye to the mess in the bathroom floor, okay? My wife comes in. She's hair everywhere. She's like, what's going on? It looked like a somebody ran over a, a Furby or something, okay? Listen, Manscaped is, is the way to go, okay? Time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code MMA Roasted. Okay, that's 20% off, free shipping. Use the code MMA Roasted at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. Unlock your confidence. Okay, let your balls out. Okay, you, uh, you take home a girl for the first night or your wife or a guy, whatever you're into, they could be like, wow. This person takes care of you. You don't want stinky nuts, all right? You don't want women to pass out and just have all kind of funk down there. Not good, okay? I used to look like Ben Askren down there. Girls would be like, is that Askren? Because it would just be just lots of hair everywhere. <sighs> yeah, it was like it was like Chase Hooper down on my nutsack. Not good, okay? Unlock your confidence. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Check it out. <laughs> and as you but, can tell, uh, for those of you watching the video version of this, you know, Don is one of those people that believes in dressing for the airport. You know, so, uh, some people, my, some people, I got my yeah, shirt. Go ahead. My shirt's in the back of the trunk. You know? Okay. I thought uh, you were uh, going to I don't travel like this. I don't, I don't travel like this. Whoever's like sitting next to you is getting a lot of hair brushing, a lot of arm hair brushing. <laughs> Look uh, at the shoulders. Fuck yeah, dad. Look at I got clothes. I just want to smoke a cigar. You know, then when I what? get on the airplane, smell like a cigar. You know, there you go. See what a see what a gentleman, Don Fry, the gentleman savage. So before we get into yeah. uh, MMA and all kinds of stuff and some more stuff, I know our fans love when we talk about politics, right? Uh, they don't always, please don't. They always God. ask me. They're like, "Listen, we want to hear more about your political." Now, <laughs> now they hate it so much. Yes, they now, hate it. They're like, "You shut the fuck up, fucking libtard shit, fucking." Now, I think that we've all come. I think pretty much we're all on the same thing as far as like wokeness and it going too far. I think we're all on the same. Uh, it's, it gets ridiculous. Well, did you hear about the uh, the Indiana Councilman? Now, McCorkle, I'm, I'm surprised you're not involved in this somehow. I might be. I haven't heard of it, but I might be. So, so there's an Indiana Councilman uh, that came out as a woman of color. And um, so <laughs> I'll, I'll play for you guys the uh, the, the news because I, I, I couldn't wait to get your thoughts on this. Because uh, I'm like, when I, when I saw this, I'm like, you know what? I got to hear Don, Sean, and Greg's. Okay, here we go. They have to report it as an actual news story, which is about gender. And hold on. A councilman is coming out as a transgender, as transgender, and a woman of color. Delaware County Councilman Ryan Webb announced that he now identifies as an Indian American <laughs> woman. Since that announcement, he's received some support, but a lot of backlash, many calling him childish, despicable, even calling for things like execution. In a statement Webb gave to IT Nate, he says, quote, it is unfortunate that I cannot simply be given the same space and respect to explore my identity that so many of those targeting me demand for themselves. It's possible I may change my mind down the road. The process of identity <laughs> exploration is complex, and oftentimes at the end of our personal journey, we end right back where we started. 
Webb goes on to tell ITV, this is just his true, authentic self. A councilman is coming out. So he's also a lesbian, he says, because he has, I guess he has five kids. Um, oh my God. <laughs> a lesbian with a penis, yes. Now you can just decide your, you know, your, your, your black, like, like I'm, I'm a woman and I'm black, but I may still be a straight white man. Not sure yet. <laughs> well, man, doing... I, I love that at the end he left himself. What, what is? This? Well, he's doing it as a joke. He's doing it as a joke. He's obviously trolling people because they had a whole bunch of people that were crying about it and like, and like protesting it and very, very angry about it. <laughs> so bad. You, you can do be whatever you want, whoever you want now. <laughs> Too bad. So I think it's like, odd. Probably, I'm probably gonna wind up. I'm probably gonna wind up a white guy in the end. You never know. We don't want you. We don't want you. Oh my god! I think it's amazing you can't fake pretend to believe you're something you're not. Like that. That offends them. Like you can't pretend like you're pretending you're something you're not. Like. I don't know. Um, it's, it's confusing. I mean, that is kind of. I can't believe he was already elected, though. But he was like, so if you're a councilman, it means you're already elected, right? That means people are. Yeah, maybe he just was having a bad day. He, he just really wanted to irritate some people that day. Like, I tell you what, I'm going to do today. Like, I mean, he's already, totally like. It's like, oh my god. Okay. Well, especially <laughs> since I mean, you know, people do take this whole thing very seriously, and he's clearly just mocking the. Shit out of him. <laughs> it's like. I think that's the problem. It isn't like he's like, I'm just being my true authentic self. Are you? <laughs> so your true authentic self is an asshole. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. in that in that regard, you are, sir. Congratulations. You're right. I mean, come on, the whole thing is kind of funny though. I mean, it is so it ridiculous. is. I mean, it, if he weren't an elected official, it would be <laughs> hilarious. I couldn't believe earlier when Adam said him and his daughters were team cracker that Don didn't say that he uh, identified with them. He comes from a long line of crackers, but <laughs> black people would get that. Right. Thank you. Uh, I, I think everyone got it. Everyone got it, McCorkle. <laughs> all right. I, I'm glad so, you made your way back to it. <laughs> so, All right. A couple things. So we didn't uh, talk about last week, the bare knuckle boxing fight. I don't know if you guys caught up between Luke Rockhold and Mike Perry. Mike Perry might be the greatest of all time in bare knuckle boxing. I mean, this dude. Storied history of seven events. Mike Perry <laughs> set himself apart. Hey, it's still history. Dude, I mean, Luke Rockhold is a great fighter, is, is an amazing fighter. But at a certain point, he was like, fuck this. I've never seen a guy more like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Get me out of here. Than in that bare knuckle boxing fight because he he won the first round. Luke hurt him in the second round. His teeth started flying out, and uh, he's like, you could see him making a decision of like, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, if you're getting paid the same either way, and you look like Luke Rockhold, your option B is being a model. I would start considering too when my teeth start falling out. Like, dude, maybe this ain't for me. You know. Like, right, you know. and at you least the thing, like, you know the thing about the thing about it, though. I'm watching the fight, and I'm like, okay, MMA fighters cannot do i mean it's different from mike perry he was barely an mma fighter so he was mostly a boxer you know just a brawler anyway but you know you could because you could see luke like having to tell himself oh i can't do that 
oh, I can't do that. Like you could see him wanting to to grapple and wanting to you wanting to kick and use all these other tools he spent so much time developing. And so instead of thinking about how to fight with his hands, all he's thinking is, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. And I think at a certain point he's like, fuck this. I'm a I'm a MMA fighter. I can't fucking do this shit. Well, Sean, I heard I heard a guy once tell me that. He was in the UFC and he said that there are guys out there and Don, maybe you could vouch for this too, that there are guys that like when they want out of a fight, they, they, they don't let the guy get a rear naked choke, but they don't fight it like they can. They sort of like, you know, concede it and say, all right, fucking slip it in. Like I'm out kind of a thing. Right. Like, this, I mean, that sounds like most of my dates. It's kind of like quitting without, it in, let him slip it in. It's like quitting without quitting. Right. Right. But whereas in bare knuckle boxing, you can't just like fake a knock. You can't really like fake getting knocked out. Knocked out. <laughs> getting like, an arm bar and a little clinch and be like, okay, it's out. No, it's exactly. true, man. There's a. I'm, I'm ashamed to say my last fight. I you knew I shouldn't have been fighting my last several. But uh, when the guy got me in an arm bar, I didn't fight it because I was like, dude, I can barely walk at this point. The guy's got me in an arm bar. Dislocating my elbow or breaking my arm is not going to help me at this point in my life, you know. So it's almost a relief. Plus, when I was healthy, I'd beat him in 30 seconds at Bellator. So we rematched three years later. Um, so I knew I was a better fighter than him. But, uh, yeah, I knew going into that I shouldn't have been doing it. But it is true. Sometimes it's a relief. And that's when you know, uh, that's when you, know you don't need to be fighting anymore. That and when I had one of my fights, I knew I needed to not fight anymore. When I beat a guy, but I tried to take it easy on him because I liked him. So I was trying to submit him instead of just blast him in the face when I was mounted, you know. And I remember thinking, like, you're going to get hurt in here trying to be nice to these guys, you know. So yeah, it's not yeah. a, that's not that's not the place to be mentally when you're fighting. So no. So I th I mean it's just crazy because I think Luke Rockhold. Uh, people are calling him a pussy, and this not look. First of all, you you when your teeth are getting knocked out in real time, a lot of people would have been like, "Get me the fuck out of here," you know. Well, he said he said he tried to bite on his mouthpiece and it didn't fit anymore. Like he couldn't keep his mouthpiece in because there were no more teeth to hold it in place because those mouthpieces are like molded, you know, to your yeah right. So it sticks in on its own. So if it's falling out because your teeth are gone. That make you buy. Mike Perry's amazing, man. I'll tell you what, that guy—he is not a big dude, man. I've met him in person. He is not a—he is not a big dude. He's got balls the size of an elephant, though, man. It's something else. Dude, Rockhold yeah, hit him on his head, and Rockhold yeah. nearly knocked his head into his neck in the first round. Dude, when I but when I did the comedy special, they're like, "Okay, everyone's wearing masks." Said Dana White. There's 35 people in a room that holds 200, and Mike Perry and his pregnant girlfriend are in the front row. Literally, where I could, and I'm like, great, like <laughs> perfect. And then I, and then he was the best sport. I was like, oh, I loved her in 16 and pregnant, and don't worry, Mike Perry can't read. And he was laughing at everything. Mike Perry was as cool as they come, and we've become friends since then, or friendly. So I got nothing but love for Mike Perry. Uh, Rock, you know, everyone that's like, oh, this is going to tarnish Luke's legacy. Like, first of all, fuck off with that. I don't, I don't look at, I, I don't like to look at people as, you know, I don't judge them by their last fight. To me, Tyron Woodley will always be the four-time All-American guy who won it, UFC champion. Okay, yeah, he got knocked out by Jake Paul later on. That's not how I'm looking at things. Because you can look at all guys like that. BJ Penn, Nick Diaz. They didn't, you know, Michael Bisbing. I don't, I look at them when they're at their highs and in their peak. Not at their well, I mean, first, first of all, where do you even put a fake fight on your record? I, <laughs> he was he he was thirty six six oh and one fake fight <laughs> and one. 
Um, it's an extra column, like one loss for a fucking fake, you know. I, I did a pro wrestling match like once and I got on my own Wikipedia page and added it as an MMA win. And it didn't take somebody three days to get that removed off there. I don't know who ratted me out, but I edited my own page and put it as a, put it as a win by submission against that pro wrestler. And they somebody got on there and removed it immediately. Dude, so. I tried to go with uh, the opinion. people. I did all these things that I actually did, and I had video, and people said it was fake. And I'm like, leave me alone. I don't have time for this. Uh, also, on that on that bare knuckle boxing, another guy who is amazing is Ben Rothwell. You watch his fight? He's, I did. Yeah. Uh, He's made for this too. The guy he is made for it too. Absolutely, no caught nothing. Just swing, fucking knock dudes out. Like he, he is. This is his. Him and Mike Perry, they have found their niche. Uh, I don't know why Conor McGregor was there. I don't know why he was in the ring. He's not. I bet the UFC's thrilled with it though. You know they had to be happy that he's jumping oh, yeah. in their uh, pay per view. How <laughs> weird is it though? Not a golf topic, but how weird is it? The guy, the Feldman guy. Yeah, that runs that whole company looks just like Corey Feldman. Is that weird to you guys? Like, if you look at him, he looks like Corey Feldman, and I think his name is Corey Feldman. Is it or something close? Dave, to that? Dave, <laughs> it's Dave Feldman. Dave, Dave Feldman. Feldman. He must be his his half brother or something. They look just like each other. Um, yeah, but that's that. I didn't think about that. Uh, that I promise. Look it up. They look just like each other. Now in what's the UFC, what's, what's the guy's name? What Feldman? Just type in Corey Feldman, you'll get the same face either no, way. No, <laughs> I know Corey Feldman. Who's the other right. David Feldman? Dave, Dave Feldman. Now in the UFC, oh, we didn't go over the the song Yadong. This is a different Yadong. Like holy shit, this Yadong uh, is explosive. He's his boxing is amazing. He's, I mean, Ricky Simone is a beast, and he just. Ran through Ricky Simone. Um, so this dude is here here to stay. Uh, I hate to say like he's the you know the, he's the best Asian fight, but he is the best guy from that area. This this dude is is solid as, as fuck. He's he's going to be a problem for a lot of people. Is Song? Well, I mean, he's with that great team. You know, he's got that. Yeah, he's with Alpha Male, and they have clearly coached him up his confidence level is through the roof man like he went in there you could tell he knew he was going to win that fight i was and he beat i mean he made what's the name he made ricky Simone look look bad i mean he yeah. beat him up good he was all over him in every way he outclassed him i was like whatever they're doing over there at alpha male they have coached this guy up and he is fucking fantastic oh it's crazy that simone lost to um, what's his name too? Uh, Uriah Faber from Team Alpha Male. Oh. If I were him, I would join Team Alpha Male. It seems like <laughs> they have the they have the ingredients to beat Ricky Simone. Um, now, Mayhem Miller is out of jail. Uh, his uh, his his girlfriend uh, hit me up and says, have you, talked, "Have you talked to Mayhem?" And I, I said, "No." And she's like, "I'm like I'm on a cruise." And she's like, "Oh, he's out of jail." I'm like, "Yeah, that's why I'm on a cruise." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't want this. When America explodes, I want to be in the ocean. Uh, yeah. So, so uh, looking for now. There was, I watched some LFA fights. I still like the LFA fights because they got these young, hungry guys that like, and it's super like. I think Gilbert Melendez. Shout out to him and Alan Juban. Do a great job. There was a guy whose name was the insurance salesman. That was. That was his nickname, and he's undefeated. <laughs> nothing, nothing fills your opponent with fear like the threat of an insurance presentation. 
<laughs> it's like it's like the old WWE days where like every every wrestler had a gimmick, had a day job. Like IRS was an IRS agent and had to wrestle on the weekends. Like it was like it, it's like everybody. Uh, it's like the UFC. Everybody's got to have a regular job too. The guy and after he won, he asked the crowd, "Who needs a policy?" I I swear I swear. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> Is that I just want everybody or was he actually selling insurance? Uh, Dude, I swear. I swear. I was like, and no one. Like, <laughs> I want to see that post fight. That's great. What did you? How did you feel when you got him in that position? Did you think did you know you were going to win? Oh yeah, and it's important to prepare for the future and the eventualities. You don't want to leave expenses, your final expenses to your family. That's why it's important to get a low cost policy now. <laughs> Dude, I swear. He's like, I'm only here to kick ass and sell insurance. Like, the guy is fucking amazing. Um, we gotta get him on the podcast. He's undefeated too. He's a he's a he's from like Montana. And uh he's a badass. The the he goes by the insurance. Hell of an insurance agent too. <laughs> he's got your back. Like at one point, uh, yeah. So and then there was a guy who uh, oh, I I I this out. There's a guy who won in a, in a MMA fight by uh, Boston Crab. You guys see this? <laughs> no, but that's amazing. All right, let me see if I could if I could find it. I was like, it's like it's like I find I, I like see these things and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to show you guys. Like this is it's almost like show and tell. This show has become, uh, but I can't. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. It's on my uh, Instagram. Okay, here we go. So here it is. Boom. I don't. I don't know. By the way, I don't know what happened with Don. I think airport security took him. Uh, but here we go. So <laughs> yeah, we're probably changing his shirt. All right. So you guys see this? Oh, what is going on here? That'll do tapping. it. That's some weird. That now that looks like WWE shit. No, okay, so, really not so here we go. So he, he just bent him. He bent him like a like a bill pole. It's called a Boston crab. It is a WWE move. Yeah. Who used to do that? Was it a Bret Hart? What Bret Hart? Bret Hart did that. Yeah, that's a WWE move called the Boston crab, and it. <laughs> That's funny because it looks a little more San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> On the wrong coast. I know, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Jonathan Ivey is. He's fought like 200 MMA fights. I fought him uh, before. He did the people's elbow during a fight one time. That's on Really? The, the, the people's elbow, like where he actually, yeah, went off the ropes and did the people's elbow on a downed opponent. It was, it's amazing. So. But I mean, I don't even know why that Boston Crab, that guy just lay there and let him get it in. I mean, I guess he was... <laughs> Well, okay, he did so reach around and throw one backhand. Like my dating career. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was the that was um so and, and and bad news. Jorge Masvidal's father has been arrested yesterday for shooting someone in Masvidal's house. Uh, a lot of people were making jokes about it. it was probably Colby's dad or something. But um, yeah. so yeah, I don't know what happened there, but he uh, he shot someone uh, in his house. Um, I have no detail. He shot him in both arms too, which seemed odd. Like I read, like he shot him one time in each arm. Like so, he's either a terrible aim or a really good aim. Like it depends on what he was yeah, going. I, to I know that that feels like a South American message, you know? Right? Yeah. Like he was sending a message by shooting him in the arms. 
I don't know who the best. I gotta hear when the rest of the story comes out. It's it was, there's something else to this. And the guy you don't still just has- shoot someone in both arms like that. Yeah, that that is an incredibly lucky bad shot. Or you're sending a fucking message. I want to know what that the is. The guy still has better hands than Ben Askren, by the way. So uh, just you know, nice. you shot him in both. Nice. Okay. Um, I, all of that? All of that for that, huh? No, I just made it up. I just thought Did of it. Did you? I, I, I see, know. I'm, I'm my life. On my I'm life. Checking I'm checking your Twitter. On my life. I had no idea. Because I didn't know he shot on both arms. I had no idea. Um, <laughs> now, all right. So before we get into this week's fight, did you guys uh, – so I have to say, I thought you might. Did you guys see the movie Creed two? No, I didn't see. I didn't see Creed one, two, or three. No, I didn't. Yeah, I can say it. So I tried I thought, to watch Creed one, and it was so dumb. I just gave up. I I watched Creed one. I kind of enjoyed it. Creed two, I cried like six times on the flight watching it. <laughs> was it was it like Rocky Four? Was it all montages? <laughs> There's no easy way out. Yes, yes. It is that it, the it's exact. It's it's with Drago's son. Drago's son comes back, and uh, and then fights Creed. You know, and he his father killed Creed's father. You know, so isn't it like weird? And he was trained by the guy Duke's son. Like they just went. All they did was just go the next generation. Everybody was someone's son. Yeah, they really should just call it Rocky the next generation. I was so hoping that you'd watch this, Sean, because in every Rocky movie, there's a point where, like, well, not only, like, you're like, not only, like, like, that can't happen. Like, all of a sudden, the guy gets the title shot, uh, Drago's son. Like, no one even knows he has a son. Right. (laughs) He shows up out of nowhere. He's, like, 28-0, and they just give him the title shot. Like, like, no one's even, there's no rankings in Rocky. Like, they don't go by, you know, mandatory. But then all okay, so you know, I don't want to ruin the movie, but you know, at one point I don't you know, want I don't want to ruin the movie that's been out for four years. But but <laughs> okay, so of course he beats he beats uh you know in the Creed he be, he be like beats Creed in the, in the first match that come back and yeah yeah. But after he wins in the first match, Rocky's like I'm gonna take you somewhere where people start over, right? He's like I'm oh gonna, god, you know how like <laughs> and he takes him to Mickey's gym, dude. Even worse. He takes him out to a desert, and all in the middle of the desert, there's a boxing ring, <laughs> and all these right. people, where everyone starts over, <laughs> and all these people who look like they got out of San Quentin, and they're lifting weights, but it's out in the desert. There's no showers, no bathroom, like like it's just in the middle of the desert, and and that's where the, he trains them. <laughs> I, I can see Stallone right in the movie. He's like, "Wait, Rocky Four? I went to the to uh, Alaska or Russia in the in the mountains. Yeah, Russia. No, so, yeah. let's do the desert in this one. It'll, maybe it'll be the desert sun. Like I don't know. Like everything's like I, like, I, I can imagine the dialogue. Like, what are these guys doing? He's like, well, most of them are, convic- are convicted sex offenders, so they can't be within four hundred yards of anybody else. <laughs> the and of course, there's one guy in the desert who's got like face tats. Who's beating the shit out of Creed, you know, in the beginning and then at the end of, of training, Creed is beating him. There's really good sparring in the desert, I've always heard. <laughs> like, there's really good, they really uh they really perfect their technique in the desert. Dude, dude and then at one point, so So uh, when he fights Drago's son, does he throw sand in his eye first? Is that the big reveal? <laughs> so then and then there's another line. Look what I learned in the desert, motherfucker. Stand in your eyes. First of all, you gotta it's actually really good. Like I actually loved it. I loved every minute of it. And Sean, you would like this too. But <laughs> uh, so at, at one point, and by the way, Creed was uh 
it wasn't it was Apollo's son, but not with the mother. So it was right. like, he was the illegitimate son or something, right? But the mother still took him in. Like that would ever happen. Like the mother right. like found him and says, even though you're with <laughs> you're with a guy that cheated on me, I'm still gonna raise you and act like your mother. So right away you're like, that would never happen. But so um at the end, so Drago comes, right? And Drago tells, he like meets Rocky at Rocky's restaurant. And he goes, listen, after you beat me, no one talked to me in Russia. I was a, I was like a stray dog, right? They treat me like I was a stray dog. And then Rocky goes, where I'm from, we put stray dogs down. <laughs> okay. All right. In the desert. Like, like, like why why do you kill stray dogs like the fuck the stray dogs have to do anything yeah it's like it's like you can't take them to a shelter and try and have them adopted out like he's <laughs> like where i'm from my uh deceased wife would work at a place where they would sell you a stray dog <laughs> yeah where, where i'm from we put down stray dogs and we throw ugly babies in the river <laughs> <laughs> You know, I was watching Rocky Rocky one the other day. And so he, oh, he takes her on a date. A- like he takes her on a date. First off, it's hilarious because the 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 gas so the mafia guy's uh henchman keeps telling Rocky to take the retard to the zoo. And then he, he's just saying retards love the zoo. Then he takes her to the zoo and proposes to her later on. But that said, he also at some point he like takes her to the ice rink and he's like, You remember when I met you at that uh at that pet shop, he had just met her the day before. Like he was hanging out there at the pet shop. He goes, "Remember, you used to work at that pet shop, and that's when I bought this turtle from you." She was like, "Yeah, yesterday." Like it was, <laughs> it was. Uh, you could tell the script got a little confused. Like the timeline got a little confused when they wrote those lines. Like, remember, uh, I was at the pet shop and bought this turtle from you, but it happened the day before. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, that whole scene where they first hook up is so cringy now. Yeah, when he, <laughs> yeah, when he date rapes her. <laughs> Like, I mean, it's like she wants to leave. He's like, no, you're staying, you know. Like, oh, and he just kind of forced her, and then she's just like, she's like, well, I love my abuser. What do you want me to do? Like, right. He, he backs her into a, into a corner. Like, he just, yeah, he just pins her all fucking muscly. She's just like a little nerd girl. He's like, you know, leave. Like, she's like, I gotta call Paul. He's like, oh, I'll call Paul. Like, he fucking yells out the window, <laughs> hey, Polly, I'm gonna date rape your sister. I'll bring her back tomorrow. Like it's so, it's so cringy, man. Oh, it's well, so dude, bad. Creed, Creed too. Like after he gets the ship. First of all, Rocky won't train him to fight. At beginning to fight uh, Drago's kid, he won't train him. Right then, he goes out to California, and the other guy won't train him either. This guy's the heavyweight champion of the world, and people are like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking train you. I'm not touching him." too much media attention too much potential to make money Uh, so all right let's talk about uh real fighting there's no easy way out (laughs) he's like last time i trained a guy he got aids so dude i used to see that band (laughs) oh man oh man Dude, that would be that would be that, I thought of like a like a horrible plot line for Rocky, like if they, for like Creed Seven, like Tommy Morris's kid comes out and then just gives Creed <laughs> and then he gives Creed AIDS. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> God. like now he's in for the fight of his life, literally. Like, What's up, people? You gotta make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs. Because right now, new customers can get a no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. That's pretty awesome. I'd probably bet on Golden State right now because the Lakers looked 
terrible in their last game, but you never know. You never know. I don't know. You can't bet against Curry or I can't. Listen, they got great promotions every day. It's a safe and secure app and you get paid instantly. And there's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Not number two, not number three, number one. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash Boston. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Okay. It's 21 and older in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawal bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com forward slash Sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 55342 in Arizona or 1-888-789-777. Okay? Or visit org forward slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-552-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP-GAMBLING-HELPLINE-MA.ORG, or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK, or text HOPE New York. Uh, in New York, 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming, or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Thank you. Check it out. I got to talk to you about HelloFresh. First of all, what is HelloFresh? With HelloFresh, you get fresh farmed, pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You got to skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Number one. All right. You can make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered to your door. No lines, no hassle, no gas, all that other stuff that you get to get there. No, just great tasting meals you can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of home. Sounds good to me. HelloFresh has 40 weekly recipes to choose from for all meal occasions, lifestyles, and preferences. Okay. Take your pick from meals like soy glazed salmon with rice or mushroom and chive risotto. That sounds delicious. I'm in. Now, me and my wife, we've been doing home cook HelloFresh and it has been delicious. Delicious. Okay. It saves us time. It saves us money. We're in. So just go to HelloFresh.com slash Roasted60. Use the code Roasted60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Okay. HelloFresh.com slash Roasted60, all right? HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Go check it out. All right. Um, so, Sahudo, did you, you watch the press conference yesterday? I did not, but I heard it was amazing. So, Sahudo called me up, and he's like, he, well, me and Ted are your friends, and I, I may have allegedly helped him, you know, because I, I like... Allegedly, I, allegedly. Rumor has it, can't be confirmed, won't be denied. Maybe. 
So, um, so Henry, dude, first of all, I, I can't wait for this. So uh, Henry, Henry's like, what should I, you know, what should I say about a lot? You know, I, I love Henry. I'm always there for, I like Aljo too. I'm actually, I like both these guys. Aljamain came and helped coach my kids wrestling, like for on his day off. Yeah. And my, you know, it was more for my, my friend who was his like training partner, who, who was his college, uh, like roommate, like they were friends. And he was also, he helped coach to this guy, junior. So I think it was more for him. Cause him and junior were best friends, but still like Aljo's a great guy. Henry's a great guy. I like seriously, like love both these guys. I, I'm almost rooting they've for both been on, They've both been on this podcast. Both. They're both been supportive. Both really good people. Are like, you teaching your kids how to win by DQ, like on a fake illegal <laughs> move or anything? Cause that's what I would have, I would have worked on with him if I was in <laughs> Um, so Henry, Henry, during the, so Henry, during the press conference, uh, starts off and says this, right? Uh, this is, this is at the very beginning of the, uh, the, uh, press conference. Okay. So here we go. So this is what Henry says. Um, but I do want to say this, because I do want to dedicate this fight after I beat Aljalane. I want to dedicate it to a very special homeless lesbian by the name of Sean O'Malley. Because he's next. <laughs> Aljo Lame. Do you call him Aljo Lame or Aljo Lame? Aljo Lame. And then he wants to dedicate the fight to, go. A, to a homeless lesbian named lesbian. O'Malley. I, yeah. And then O'Malley responds going, I have four houses and I'm a little bit of a lesbian. So, like, <laughs> aren't we all so like good for him? Um, but uh yeah, so Henry, uh man, I don't know about this one because on one hand, I think that like Cejudo's a winner. He's he obviously just amazing. I mean, the way he just ran through TJ Dillashaw, the way he, but Aljamain's so much bigger. I mean, he probably yeah. walks around at like 180, 190. He's like my height. He's like five ten and a half. Yeah, Henry's no, about, exactly. Like, Henry's about five five. You know, like five four maybe. Like it, you're great. He's like a foot. He's like a head taller than him. He's probably gonna have 25, 30 pounds. He's also a really good wrestler, Aljamain. Like, like there's a guy named Roman Bravo Young, who was a three-time national champion from Penn State. He took second this year. He's one of the best ever, right? Not best ever. One of the best in college right now, right? So he hits me up, and he goes, I want to troll UFC fighters. What should I do, right? This is like about two years ago. So I, I, I told him. I, I go, love that this has become the focus of your career. <laughs> so... <laughs> I told him, I said, just, I go, just, I go post this. Most UFC fighters can't pin a tweet. I'll take anyone for charity. As a, so he posted it. And then Al Jermaine was like, I'll wrestle you. Then they wrestle at Penn State, right? They actually, all because <laughs> they have a wrestling match for charity. Al Jermaine didn't have no idea who he was. And then even Jordan Burroughs is like, good luck with that, buddy. Can't help you out. But. Aljamain lost six to four to this guy and actually threw him for four points to start. And then Roman was like, dude, he was, this guy's a lot. He was, he had like a 25, 30 pound header. Like Aljamain's, I know the accolades of being a D3 All-American, which is what Aljo is. And, a you know, gold medalist are huge. Obviously it's a world apart, but in MMA wrestling, they're pretty fucking close. Now, then you go, well, I, I fight IQ. Henry's probably got the best fight IQ out of anybody I've ever seen. You watch him break Shocking, out. Right? Shockingly high, yes. I mean, John Jones is going to Henry for advice. And he told John Jones exactly what to do. He said, get him in a game, yep. put him against the cage, and you'll do It's exactly what he did. So Henry's, so you go, okay, fight IQ, Henry. Wrestling, Henry, barely. Grappling, you go Aljamain. 
You go striking Henry. Cardio. Do Henry. you striking Henry? I mean, because he's got cause just because Aljamain has better reach, I think he might have the but striking. Aljamain, if Aljamain fights like he did in the first Jan fight when he kept going for 37 spinning elbows and kept missing all of them, I got Henry all fucking day in this, right? Right. In, but in the second Jan fight, that's that was a that was a different it's a different guy. So yeah. this is Sean, what do you think's gonna happen? Talk to me. Normally, man, I would uh Henry surprised me like his last three or four fights, man. I didn't think there was any way he was gonna beat Dillashaw. I thought like no chance, you know, or whatever. So it's hard to bet against him, man. But uh I also thought Aljamain had no chance against Jan uh, the second time. You know what I mean? I thought it yeah. would be gonna walk through him. He looked a lot uh very much improved. So I don't know, it should be a good one. I'd still go with Henry probably at the end of the day, just because Every time I've bet against him, I've, I've been wrong, man. He, uh, he, I've never seen anybody improve as much as him from when he started till now. Like, to, I mean, obviously he was already a gold medal wrestler, but the him with 10 fights versus him now, it's not even the same person, man. It's crazy. Um, you know, how much he's improved. It, I think I asked him when he was on the podcast what the difference was. Like, all the, like he gets beat up by Demetrius Johnson pretty badly, you know, or whatever, and then comes back and whips his ass like it's nothing, yep. you know, whatever, and goes on a tear just destroying everybody man like i don't know what uh well, i don't know he, just, like he, said, he, he just improved everywhere drastically maybe the it second is one was a close fight. We, we, we we were both at that fight i think the second one right that was at the uh, staples center uh i don't think i was at that one. Oh, i was uh, at one no, i was at that was the one staples center with you i think it was 199 it was ufc yeah. 199 was the one we were at yeah uh greg who do you like in this one Listen, man, you know, I watched Embedded, you know, I was watching the Embedded and Takudo, you know, the way he was acting, if it were any other fighter, I'd be like, this fool's going to lose. This fool thinks he's got it in the bag already. He's going to, anytime you see being too light, too like, yeah, no yeah. pressure, I got it. That guy always gets his ass beat. But Henry's the guy that can get away with it. Like, he's the guy that backs it up. Like, he's the guy, to me, the only X factor in this. I think it should be Cejudo, hands down, should beat him. But the X factor is the layoff. I don't care how much you've been training. I don't care how much you've been coaching other guys and still watching. It's not the same. Aljo has been fighting, you know, whereas, you know, Henry's been coaching. And so it's just he's not in the same rhythm that Aljo is, and to yeah. me, that's the only. But you look at, but I, I mean, look, I look at also. I'm like, okay, training partners, right? You got Aljo and Marab. I'm like, you can't get a better training partner than Marab. I mean, that's the guy that goes 100 miles an hour. Remember, we talked about how good he was. He beat Jan. He beat uh, yeah. Aldo. But then I go, well, then Henry's training with Demetrius Johnson. Uh, so it's almost like the training partners cancel each other out in a lot of ways because. They're they're so evenly the 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 weight. I just wonder about the weight. But if Aljo, who I know sometimes he he I don't think he likes to party, but he he goes out and parties. He goes out. He might put on thirty pounds by tomorrow. And is that going to affect him in the fourth round? Will he be a little slow and and lethargic? Because you know what I'm saying like that might help him in round number one when he's just fucking so big. But round number four putting all that weight back on, is that going to hurt him? I'm actually very interested in this fight. This is a, I haven't really looked forward to a fight based on pure skill in a while. A lot of times, like, it's like, I want to watch a fight because a guy's hype or it's like, 
McGregor. Right, right. McGregor or it's Colby or even John Jones. But if the other guy is like, you know, there's like a oh, could Jones do heavyweight or is McGregor is going to, you know, it's, but this fight is this a great skill fight? You know, it's like skill versus skill. Um, you know I, what? I, you're I, right. think Aljo, I think Aljo. I was going to say, second fight with uh, Demetrius Johnson, like, that split decision. I was thinking of a different fight. I was thinking he walked through, but that, I must have been thinking of No, no, I was at that fight. It was, very that was uh, Yeah, yeah was very I, I was thinking of the wrong fight. Um, but uh, nevertheless, he still won. But, uh, yeah, you were right on that. So that was a split decision. So, um, yeah, I don't know, though. I know he looked amazing. Uh, how, he's been off, what, three years now? Is that what they said? Three yeah, years. three years. And he has and, a lot of time. to see if that plays a role one way or another, too, man. Like, I, it's hard to tell. And he has a lot of That's what I'm fat, saying. And he has got fat, out of shape. He got kind of, I mean, he's a guy, like, he's such an interesting guy. Like, people don't know, how, like, I sat with him for, like, seven hours working on his comedy special. Same with Bisbing. So I kind of know him a little bit differently. Henry's a guy that, like, you know, his father was in and out of jail, like, for crack, selling crack, doing crack, all kinds of shit. He had seven or eight brothers and sisters. I think he had seven or eight. One of them just beat cancer, his older sister. Uh, he didn't have his own bed till he made the Olympic team. He was a four-time high school national champion in two. Like finally, got him a matchbox of his own. <laughs> in two different, oh boy, there in two is. different states. And then on the Olympic team, he was on the Olympic team with Cormier, Ben Askren, all these dudes. He was the only one to medal, like only one to medal. And then he goes right into the UFC. He never had a fucking break. The dude never had a break. So I think right. he actually got burned out. But then he got married yeah. and then he got had a child and now he misses it. He probably didn't realize probably needed probably has money, but you could always have more money. You know, he had his. Uh, well, exactly. It's not like he's coming back and, and fighting. I mean, he's fighting for a championship main event back in pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not like he's coming back. And doing with the a, UFC will be at least 20 and 20. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> Oh, dude! You know he's so funny. I thought if if like he beat Aljo, like let's say he beats him in one minute and then retires again, right? Oh God, I would laugh, dude. The look on Dana White's face when he retired was so. He goes, like you got to be, dude. It was like that annoyed principal. Uh, like he would look so fucking annoyed, like. I, I loved when George St. Pierre promised them he would fight two fights no matter what at 185. That under those conditions and those conditions alone, would they give him a title shot? And then he was like, okay, yeah, I'll fight again after Bisping. Then he beats Bisping immediately. Like, no, nope, I'm retired. Like, at whatever oh. day. It's like, dude, <laughs> we literally only did this because you said you'd give us two fights. Like, you know. Yeah. Like, well, GSP, I think, has, like, from what I know, he has severe OCD. Like, severe OCD. And I think that fighting just takes a fucking toll on him. Like, a toll. Yeah. Like, I think it's... He, he was one of the first guys that I ever heard admit that there are, like, the same things in me, like, like to admit you're afraid before a fight. I was never afraid of getting hurt. But, man, I had a an intense fear of being embarrassed. You know what I mean? Of getting just your ass kicked in front of everybody on TV, which happened, or gassing out in 30 seconds, which happened, or the only fear I had, had that didn't happen, I always got afraid of the one-punch knockout. Like, you go out there and both swing in three se- the first five seconds and get knocked out. Like, every fight, after it passed the five-second mark, I was like, well, thank God I'm not knocked out yet. Like, I'd always think that, and <laughs> I would start, you know. Like- it's a real fear, man. Um, I think the older I get, the less afraid I am of failing, because I just don't give a shit anymore. But when yeah, you're- I've, I've learned I fail enough. Like, when uh, when I lost at the co-main event, UFC 124, I was like, you cannot be more embarrassed than I was at that night. Like, biggest 
One of the biggest pay-per-views at that time they had ever done. I had almost, I think, a million buys. George St. Pierre uh, versus Koshek, too. I'm the co-main event, and I gas in 90 seconds. Like, completely gas out and shit the bed in front of set. Like, right before I went out, Dana White said, 70 million people are going to be watching this fight. This is your chance to change your life. Go out there and win. We're going to uh, – so we'll make you a star. I was like, awesome, because I felt like I was going to pass out before he said that from the stress. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like, and then – it uh, went out. I just kept thinking, just don't get tired. Just don't get tired. And 30 seconds in, I thought, oh, no, I'm getting tired. Like, that's what I started thinking, you know, and like, sure enough. So also. On yeah, this- but their loss is our game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, if it makes you feel better, you're one of my favorite people in the world, even though I call you and you never pick up the phone ever. <laughs> I, I never get to believe it or not. I don't have service 90 percent of the time I get. Text messages and calls days after they like I got a voicemail from my doctor the other day changing my appointment that I didn't even know I had. You know what I mean? But it was like a month ago, like like a voicemail came through. It was like, oh, we've changed your appointment that I never went to because I didn't know I had. So I had a a really funny story about a call call that I had with Dana White a month ago, about two months ago. And I knew I know Sean's going to laugh. And Sean's like, you got to tell me the story. I've called and then I feel bad. So I've called him (laughs) at least 13 times, Greg. Never once has he picked up the phone to the point where now now the story is becoming less and less funny. So like the time he picked up the phone, it's gonna be three words. Like like I right. have a whole <laughs> story. Um. Anyway, so Bryce Mitchell, who I couldn't wait to watch fight. This guy, he's a guy that trains in Arkansas. Remember, he's like they better try to get my guns. He wanted to like challenge Joe Rogan to a flat Earth debate. He's he jerked off in James Krause's sock. Like all this shit. Um, We've all done that. I was say, sounds very stable. So he had to pull out of the fight, which which sucks. So he's not fighting on Saturday. Uh, I heard he was back in though. Does he not? Was that a fake headline? No, he's not in. There was a headline that said he was back. In, he was back on again. No, no, no. Um, no but somebody... uh, uh, Chrome Gracie, who Chrome Gracie is a master at jujitsu. Obviously, he's you know one of the famous Gracies, and he lost his last fight to Cub Swanson. And I don't know if he got exposed, but Cub put a beating on him. Cub beat him, and we haven't seen Crone in like three years. Now, Crone also is a guy that believes there's a flat earth. Look, I don't want to debate people. I don't care. Do not DM me about your flat earth facts. I'm not going to watch the videos, okay? Uh, so, but... <laughs> I know that you called them flat earth facts. Oh, yeah, your flat earth theories, right? So, yeah. but this dude does not want to be here. If there's ever a guy that does not enjoy... UFC fight week. It's this guy. So I have a, a video of, of them asking Chrome Grill. So this is this is this guy, right? This is him yesterday at the press conference. Yeah, he was mad at everything they asked him. He got mad. It's, uh, it's the third year anniversary of the UFC this year. You know, you see the signage. He'll be on your gloves. Does it mean anything to you given what your family name has contributed to building the sport and this company to what it is to kind of fight during this anniversary year? Is that special for you? No. So it's <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. No. <laughs> that, guy, that guy spent a lot of time putting that, well, that's that a question together, too. Fucking question. Yeah, but it's a dumbass question. Is it a dumb question? The Gracies, I mean, they put the UFCs on their back. They built the fucking whole foundation of the UFC because this guy is a linear Gracie. 30 years in the UFC, it's not, yeah, I know, but you know what? The Gracie, I mean, the Gracies, I guess, benefited from it in that they, you know, their business expanded, but it's not like they got any, they don't own a part of the UFC that they helped build, you know. 
So it's like, no, it doesn't mean shit to me. Like my family didn't, we don't benefit from them being a red. Like they didn't give a shit. So. Jerome seems like the kind of guy to me that's really tired of being Hicks and Gracie's son and really tired of being asked questions about what it's like to be Hicks and Gracie's son. A and, thousand percent. And, and, and uh, it would make me part of the first family. It's great. I love yeah. the rest. I don't know. What do you want me to fucking say here? You know? I, I kind of get it. I get it. Dude, you ever see that video of Jerry uh, Lewis with the guy interviewing him, Greg? I guess there was a guy interviewed before he died, and you could not find a more guy that annoyed interview. Jerry Lewis. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. On that guy. I know exactly what you're talking Yeah. One of the funniest fucking things. So uh, Jessica Andrade, right, is fighting, uh, I don't know, how do I say this? Sean X-A-N, uh, help me Yon out. Jan Shonen, Jan Shonen. Yeah, who I thought, Shonen? based on the countdown, you're like, oh, this is going to be a great fight. I don't know about that. She's uh, She got knocked out by Carla, or TKO'd by Carla Esparza, and TKO'd by somebody else. And uh, I think Andrade is going to run through her. I I I watched the countdown and I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good fight, but I don't know. Uh, Sean, do you know anything about this? Dude, I've got to be honest. All those women are the same to me. Like every, like if you say Carlos Esparza or Carla Esparza and Jessica Andrade, I couldn't tell either of them. If I, you showed me pictures of them, I would know who's who. That's They're kind true. of all Come the on. same. You, you, you know Cyborg. You know Sarah McMahon. Well, yeah, I know maybe two or three of them, but like if you were to say like uh, Kat Zingano, I, I couldn't tell you who that is. Like I, I you could put a t- pictures of 10 women on there that if I could see, I wouldn't know which one was her. You know what I mean? Like I just, they kind of all look the same to me. So. Well, way to bring way way to merge misogyny and bigotry. <laughs> that is what an achievement. They all hey, look the same to me. You know what? <laughs> that's Sean. That's uh, that's Sean's honest the way he feels. So. I'm just fucking around. Come on, uh, I, know, I know what he's saying versus yeah. the way that it sounds. All the in one statement. I brought it all together. Literal sense is fucking horrible. Um, but listen, right. man, Andrade is coming off that that I. I bet on her in a parlay, like all my parlays. I had Andrade winning that one, that last fight she had, and then she lost. So didn't she? So didn't this she, one, no, didn't she beat Laura Murphy the last fight? Didn't she kick it? No, Murphy? it was that Blanchfield girl. Oh fuck, you're right. And she lost that fight in a very surprising loss. Like she was heavily favored, and oh. she got submitted, and it's just like I, I couldn't believe it. I and so I, to me, this reeks of trying to build her back up. That's right. what this feels like. Right, 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 right. They're giving right. her they're giving her a tomato can. So no, she's not a tomato can. I just not tomato can. I just think that uh I, you know, she's a team alpha male. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um I, yeah, it's wrong for me to say she's tomato can. I'm just saying it seems to me it's a good fight for Andrade. Right. I think Andrade is gonna go out there and just beat the hell out of her. That's what I think is gonna happen. Now Bilal Muhammad, um and you know, <laughs> for, for better or worse, I love Bilal, but I think he's just someone got into his ear and said, Listen. We got to sell tickets. You got to be the villain, right? And he's embracing it. And he's a smart guy. Look, Bilal Muhammad is now becoming like the bad guy because he's like, fuck it. And Bilal Muhammad isn't the bad guy. You meet this guy. He's the nicest guy in the world. The guy went to law school in Chicago. He's a fucking smart, brilliant guy. Or maybe not brilliant, but very smart guy. Right? Very, 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 very <laughs> he's smart not brilliant. Guy. He's smart. smarter than me. Anybody that, anybody that gives up law for fighting. <laughs> So he's fighting Gilbert Burns. So he he goes to the yesterday at the press conference. He he puts down New Jersey. He goes, "This is why the Nets moved to Brooklyn." I'm not even sure the crowd even knew the Nets moved to Brooklyn. It seems like they, none of them are basketball. 
None of them are bad. I just think they didn't give a fuck about the Nets. They were like, yeah, good riddance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then he said something else that was funny. Like this is, but they all started booing him. They're all they're all big fans of Gilbert Burns. Like he got the biggest pop out of anybody. Um, <laughs> like this is why the Nets moved to Brooklyn. It's a real inconvenient thing to go ten miles across the uh, bridge to go see him play play there instead of in uh you know Newark. So I'm try- I don't think anyone knew that the Nets were even in Jersey. That that that, yeah. that, that was crazy. Um, who wins this fight? If Bilal doesn't get submitted early, because Gilbert's just too that good, I think Bilal wins this fight. Um, I think that Gilbert's a little long in the tooth, as they say, and I think that Bilal, Bilal's hungry. He's fucking hungry. He feels passed over, and I think that his last fight against Sean Brady was exceptional, um, and I think he wins this fight. Sean? Two things. Didn't Bilal already lose to Leon Edwards, or am I crazy? He did a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Okay, because I know he was saying that he's the only one he hasn't beaten. I'm like, I thought he did beat you. But the other thing, too, is um, I thought Gilbert Burns – like, didn't Gilbert Burns also just fight George Masvidal, or am I crazy? Like, yeah, two like weeks ago? No, it was like – and it seemed like it was real recent, too. Like, two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know. It's a strange I, – I maybe maybe that, that guy's fight like that. I don't know. I just – I find it interesting that Gilbert Burns fights two times in four weeks, and then there's a hundred other guys I'd rather see fight. That never fought. You know what I mean? Like well, they I, think a co- I think a co-main fell out or something. I think on this card something happened. I think it was Is he a replacement or something. Yeah, and I think that's what happened. They needed a replacement, and both of them are, are up for it. And then also Dana's guaranteeing the winner a title shot after Colby yeah. Leon. I think is, is Leon going to fight Colby because I thought it was funny when he said he wasn't going to like as if he's going to be the one that's going to that's going to change the UFC's uh, decision making. Like I'm like, oh no, I'm not fighting him. Like yes, you are, or you'll be back to. Sitting I, out for two years. So. I think they are going to fight. I think they're going to fight in England too, from what I understand. Um, so, uh, well, listen, man. I, first of all, the funniest thing to me is just Bilal Hamid's voice <laughs> versus what he looks like do not go together at fucking all. Yeah. You know, I mean, he looks like he's going to be, you know, you know, rough looks like edges, you know? And then he starts talking. He's like. Hey guys, come over here. Uh, let's take a look at this right here. Uh, I think that's a good idea. I like what they're doing. I, I, I'm like, what the fuck? Who is this guy? Well, it's funny because you know? I talked to him about about the fight with, uh, you know, I'm like, hey man, sorry you got passed over. And he's like, dude, he was so mad. And he's like, he's like, I'm about to go iron cheek heel on this, right? Like, and I was like, <laughs> so then I told him, I go, bro, why don't you just hire the iron cheek on cameo? Say, and that's kind of who I expected him to sound like. It's like, hey, you know. But like, I mean, don't you think that if he, the Iron Sheik was like, like, Colby and Covington, you fucking jabroni, I Bilal Muhammad's gonna break your back and fuck you in the ass and make you humble, and then Bilal comes out, and don't you think that would be like hilarious and epic? Like, that's uh, absolutely, and that's a much better idea. I had the idea to have Reggie Warren Jr. walk like corner me at, U- at one of the UFCs, and I didn't know that no one knew who Reggie Warren Jr. was. Yeah, like that was the problem. <laughs> like he was only known in MMA circles, sir. But I was like, yeah. who's that cornering him? Like I thought. I thought it was a genius move to have him come out and corner me and then nobody knew who he was. I I almost want to like pay the Iron Sheik myself to do this and be like, and by the way, they were to go find me. Yeah, you should get him on cameo, up all cameo. The Iron yeah, Sheik. Do it on, hire him on Cameo or whatever. And make it's got to be like 300 bucks. I mean, I watched the documentary it, on him. It he, can't be much. He legitimately has, was like was like a crackhead. Like he legitimately uh, was on crack for a while, but he seemed like a real nice guy though. Like even like, uh, if you watch that documentary, his, his like wife and his kids, they all love him. His, his daughter got murdered. 
uh, by, uh, in college. And he, he, I mean, it was awful, obviously. And he went to the trial with like a blade on him and was going to kill him and slash his throat in the courtroom, which probably isn't the best for witnesses and stuff. But the family had to like get in front of him so that he wouldn't do that. Um, so he wouldn't kill the guy uh, at the... Where I'm from... They just let that guy get slashed. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that he should have just had the undertaker run in instead and hit him with a chair. Like it would have thrown everybody off, you know, like you do have someone else do a run in while they're holding him back. The lights uh, go out. The lights go out. Right? <laughs> Sting repels from the, from the rafters. And everybody's like, why does this courtroom have rafters? But seriously, Greg, Sean, if I'm on the jury and Iron Sheik is on trial for killing someone that killed his daughter, I'm finding him innocent. Like, completely. Yeah. Like, if any, dude, I'd, be I like, swear, I'd, I'd be like, this court owes this man an apology. I wish. Uh, Go your way, sir. Go your way, sir. I've literally never done jury duty in my life, and I don't know how. Like, everyone I know has done jury duty. I've only been called to do it once, and I told them I wasn't doing it when I got there, and I just left because they were like, I had to sit there for like two hours. And they said there was a storm and they weren't sure if they were going to do it. So I just got up and left and I they never called me again. But I swear to God, if I was ever on a jury where anyone killed someone who molested or raped or killed somebody, I would be the lone holdout, not guilty, no matter what, man. Like, I don't I don't care what the I don't care if it's on film. It'd be not guilty, man. Like, it, I think you should be able to kill people who, you know, molest, rape or murder your children you know oh that's what you're getting at oh my god i was like if they had molested somebody oh they're innocent anybody that molested right I, i'm not guilty i'd be, I'd be that's i would just be trolling them no but no i swear like i don't think you know that guy there's a video where a guy shoots a dude at an airport who was being you know sure extradited. that was famous he would be yeah. coming back because he ran off with his son and he was like his martial arts instructor and yeah. then he was waiting he was pretending to be on a payphone as he was coming with all the media and he just turned around and pop and shot it and it was like on the news live broadcast yeah and they found him not guilty i was like i would too totally. man. i don't care what they've got yep. on film like it's that's the breaks that's what you shouldn't have been molesting people's kids I, I'm I'm with you, Sean. I am with you. Uh, so Rowdy uh, Rowdy Beck went. She she had a fight. It got called because of blood. She was. I guess she was. I didn't watch that one. I gotta be honest. But she was. I guess she was winning. So it's tight against the champion. They're gonna rematch. But she wore a shirt at the weigh-ins that said, "Don't bully me. I'll come." <laughs> Hot. <laughs> okay. So okay. damn fat burners. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing the play on words. Like I don't try to. I don't get it. Don't bully me. I'll come. Um, that was how do they spell come? C U M. That's uh, what I thought. Yeah. Very rowdy event. Um, don't bully me. I'll come. Where where, <laughs> where where do you even get that shirt? <laughs> like what story? I'm guessing she had to have it made, but I I still don't get it. Is there a punchline I'm missing? I feel like I just heard a Brendan Shaw joke. <laughs> yeah, right. she's basically saying she likes to get you know she likes to get pinned down and shit she likes to get bullied. oh okay yeah. Yeah, all right makes a little more sense i was like i don't I, I thought there was something really witty in there i was missing so 
All right. Uh, no, it's kind of just basically like pro bullying, basically. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what I thought. I thought she was she was for bullying. Like, <laughs> no, she is. Yeah, she basically is. She basically yeah. is. She's saying, I like it. I don't know. I like it. I don't know what your problem is. Pay yeah. my damn. <laughs> Call me bad nines. Mike's me G's in my pants. Um, <laughs> I like how Greg can pull out a flawless accent from any part of the world on demand. Like he, he can pull out a flawless Australian or uh, Cuban, like whatever it is, Greg's got a wrong path. Nothing flawless is the correct descriptor, but I certainly <laughs> I certainly give it a the old college try. I'll tell you that. Um so yeah, I guess you also was try I guess that's her tactic. Uh a 34 year old fighter catches fans off guard with raunchy t-shirt at the presser. So I guess she was like uh yeah I guess Hold on, let me see if I could. You know, she challenged me to a cupcake eating contest years ago before I was in the UFC, like on the underground. And I didn't know who she was or what it meant. And my ex-wife would have like made my life hell if I would have responded. But then years later, at some event, she came up to me and said, oh, you're going to ignore me, huh? You know, whatever. And I didn't even know who she was or what she was talking about. And then I had to go on the underground. Somebody told me about it. But yeah, I guess she had been uh, challenging me for years to a cupcake eating contest or whatever. Whatever that I, is, whatever that I, I think I think I think sh- that's a euphemism. Come over here and eat this cupcake. No, she happens to be so sweet. You meet no, her. It's, like it's, got, it's got lots of, lots of oh, frost. All right. So, oh, there's a frowny face too. You guys see it? Don't bully me. I'll come. Nice. <laughs> what a lady. <laughs> Listen, that's her style, that, baby. Well, was that in the UFC or who's she fighting for? Who is that? That, that was in Bare Knuckle. Bare, no, bare Knuckle. Bare Knuckle. Yeah, bare knuckle. Uh, also, this week, uh, this Saturday, uh, Ugly Man Joe. He goes, Joseph Holmes. His nickname is Ugly Man Joe. Um, he's fighting Cla- Claudio Ribeiro. Uh, he's a good fighter. Um, Devin Clark, uh, the guy who's like, the guy whose legs are like built like he's on a, you know. Oh, yeah, that's right. Tree trunks, that guy. Yes, uh, and he he's fighting uh, Kennedy and uh, and Zeku to uh, Matt the Steamroller Frivola. Uh, he's fighting Chaos Williams. That should be a good. Oh, no, no, yeah. Frivola fighting, fighting Dober. Fighting Dober. Oh yeah, Dober is the guy who looks like he could, could be like a model. That guy is like I know. Like every time, any you know, I mean, he always looks like he's going to be a killer, and then he finds a way to lose. No, the guy, he's the no, no, Greg, you, uh, I gotta say, let me that, look it up. In this, in this he, case, he's beat Bobby. Oh, he has. He got three wins in a row. Good yeah. for him. They yeah. should have put him against the ugly man for the contrast if he looks like a model. That's what I'm saying. Why did they do him and ugly man Joe against each other? Yeah, but before that, he took a couple losses in a row. So, he But did. he is on a four-fight win streak now, but he is on a three-fight lose streak before that. You're right. So, yeah. so you're right. So now he is on a win streak. And, I mean, but look, Bobby Green, hands down Green – uh, <laughs> fucking Alves, McKinney, like uh, McKinney was you know, a fucking this... stud. McKinney was the guy that was knocking everyone out in four seconds. Remember that was a great fight. He got hurt. Yeah, but didn't he also only have like like two fights coming into that one? Yeah, he only had a couple fights. Yeah, so it was like it was a it was a it was a test for him, and Dober knocked wiped him out. Uh, who do you like in this one? I mean. I think Travol is really good. Um, he is. But he 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 got knocked out in seven seconds by by uh what's it by by McKinney. Um, yeah, but I like in this one. I like Dober. I think Dober's hit his. I do too. I'm sticking with Dober in that one. He's, I think he's hit. A, I think he's hit his stride. Um, yeah. 
what's your I name? I hope is, so. What's her name is out of her fight. Uh, Juliana McCann, uh, Juliana Pena is out of her title fight against Nunez. Uh, yep. She hurt her ribs with socks. Um, when was that set to happen? Was that soon? That was in, That's I, the next one. It's in Vancouver. Um, the next UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, that's uh, The next UFC pay-per-view, not the next UFC event. The next UFC pay-per-view. That was probably the only fight anyone wanted to see on there, I'm guessing, with the way the cards have been recently. So. Well, yeah, but Saturday's going to be good. So this, this Saturday's going to no, be No, this card is very good. This Bilal Muhammad fight's going to be fantastic. I look forward to screening. I, I, I like Gilbert Burns, though. <laughs> I got to say, I like Burns in this one. I don't know why. I think he's going to – although I do love Bilal Muhammad. I think, I think Burns is hot, man. I think he's going to get it done. And and then finally, do you see the guy Roy Jones is fighting? What is he fighting again? Yeah, but you got to see his new opponent. Hold on, so Roy. Who is it? Diabetes? <laughs> no, he's fighting this guy who's like that. That guy who's like a bodybuilder who's like the biggest fucking guy I've ever seen in my life. The guy looked like he can't even. Uh, I don't know if this is actual. I don't know if they're, it says they're fighting in the universe, like, which aren't all fights in the universe. Uh, I was going to say, technically, <laughs> it's true, yes. He, he's fighting NDO. The guy's, the, 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 oh, it's the first fight to be held in the metaverse. Um, But I guess oh it was. <laughs> so are they just going to be wearing the goggles with the two little things and they won't even be in the same room with each other? They'll just be fucking. Okay, this is the guy who's fighting. Uh, and I still think Roy Jones wins this fight. Hold on, let me see if I can do this. His uh, So, Sean, you got to see this guy. All right. Uh, Greg, too, obviously. Um, this guy. Yeah. He looks like he has tremendous cardio. <laughs> oh, my God. The guy's a monster. Wasn't he? Wait a minute. Isn't he the guy that... That's fucking Venom or some shit. That's fucking... Oh, Abomination. He's the one from the Spider-Man. He's Abomination. Hey, you should keep practicing that looping overhand because that's what he's going to be throwing the whole fight. I can promise you that. <laughs> All the technique goes out the window when Roy Jones is... Uh, moving in front of you, I guarantee you. So the when is that fight? Because Roy Jones just fought Anthony Pettis, right? A couple weeks yeah, ago. Hold on, let me. It's it's on Celebrity Boxing. They're fighting. <laughs> They're actually having real boxers on Celebrity Boxing now. That's a couple, that's how crazy the world's gotten. Like, let's get some celebrities to fight. How about a boxer? NDO champ. All right. When is this fight? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what NDO stands for. Uh, Depends on when a, when the venue was available. I don't know if the metaverse is booked through the end of the year or not. Oh. <laughs> he, he goes, all right, bodybuilder. If you go to look, look up allhiphop.com. Um, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'll just, I'd, rather, I'd rather not. <laughs> so he says, it says that it's supposed to take place April 22nd, but that, that was like last week. <laughs> Uh, and the metaverse dates don't matter. <laughs> they, can, they can have it happen whenever. It, that fight's going to happen two weeks ago. <laughs> and it's in the metaverse. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it doesn't. If it's in the metaverse, time is like... That's you know, what I'm saying. Are they, are they even going to actually... 
Are they going to be in the same room, or is it just going to be them with their avatars fucking just going at it? Like <laughs> that's like a story someone paid. You know, someone paid something like they, ten million dollars to live next to Snoop Dogg in the metaverse. Did you hear about that? Oh no! Oh my god! Like, they Are got they, a fake. Like they got this fake world with a fake map with houses and they gave Snoop Dogg a mansion in it and someone paid a fortune to live next to him in the pretend simulated world. Like it's the oh. dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Man. Okay, so it is. I'm just wondering if when these guys fight, are they going to be wearing the black unitard with all the little balls on it so that <laughs> <laughs> like motion capture? Like motion capture suits. The guy's got 1.85 million YouTube subscribers. It's taking place on June 30th on pay-per-view. Uh, NDO champ. Uh, Roy Jones says Juice Boy's going down in two rounds. <laughs> what a, what uh, promotion's that for? Uh, celebrity boxing, but they have some kind of a, hold on. I guess they had a, a, a parade for it. I'll show you the parade. <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I gotta go. I no, 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 you have to watch the parade. No, you're not allowed to leave. Just, just give me one more minute, Greg, please. Okay, one more minute. If they start chanting, No justice, no peace. I'm not gonna watch the rest of this video. I can tell you that. All right, is so this is the parade they had for it? Hold on. You gotta take the mute off. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a very short parade. Yeah. So that's NDO champ right there. And there's Roy. I'm not seeing any video of you. I'm not seeing any of it. For me, on my end, it's frozen. You guys, oh, oh, hold on. Uh, Yeah, mine just froze on a girl with a really bad weave. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. So let's see. NDO champ. Uh, Okay. You guys can't see? Well, it just didn't, uh, the video didn't play. Like, it just was uh, frozen on uh, our end. Hold on, hold on. Uh, fuck, hold on. History. All One right. minute expiring. All right, hold on. Can you guys see now? I don't see anything. Share screen. All right, hold on. What about now? Yes. All right, so. The, oh, there we go. They, yep. They're getting ready for the parade. All right, so. They have one baton twirler. Okay. <laughs> The, the, the ring is outside. There's the NDO champ. There's Roy Jones. Hold on. So there's Roy. Oh, here's here's Roy. They're facing off. Roy's sparring. And there's NDL Champs sparring. Well, they had a parade for an open workout? God, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> Uh, a little weird. I don't even know what we were just watching. Right? <laughs> <laughs> a revolutionary. All right. So, Greg, what do you got coming up? I'm just here. Uh, I'm in Vegas. I'm at the Oyo Casino. I'll also be doing the show uh, the 9 o'clock later tonight over at the the V Theater at the Planet Hollywood. So, 
you know, good times here. And then luckily I'm back in LA next week. So I'll probably be at the ha or something like that. Maybe I'll drop by the dime on Tuesday. That'll be fun. I would love that. And then Greg, what do you got? I mean, Sean, what do you got coming up? Uh, I'm getting on Expedia right now and checking uh, hotel rooms in the metaverse for June 30th <laughs> or whenever it is. Apparently, that's what because after seeing a parade, if they have a parade before an event. I can only imagine the party that's going to be going on after. So, oh I, my god, yeah. yeah. At least I know what I'm doing this June. So, golly, man. Um, April, I know May 11th to the 15th to the 14th. I'm in uh, Scottsdale at the House of Comedy in Scottsdale. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, hope we have a great weekend. All right, look forward to the fights yeah, tomorrow. Those will be great. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>